This is Masters Cast, the first He-Man and She-Ra podcast, episode number 44, for Sunday, February 19th, 2012. Hey, thanks for downloading. I'm John Callis, also known as The Shadow. Oh, I got second, don't I? <laughs> uh, I am Martin Penny, also known as Wacky Martin. <laughs> And he had to think about it for a second. I'm just a lion court, also known as Lion Court. And Lazy Katie is off on a cruise, so we have a special guest co-host who will introduce himself. I am Justin Zamuda, and you might know me as Count Marzo. Uh-oh. Yeah. Master's cast got a little bit more evil. Dun-dun-dun-dun. I was wondering what all these black flowers were doing in here. <laughs> I feel like I'm in that 70s show or something. <laughs> but anyway, we're glad to have uh, Marzo here uh, to add some spice uh, to the Masters yeah. Cast library. It feels great to be on it after listening to it since the very first one. See, we appreciate. Loyal listeners. I, I appreciate. Aww. <laughs> I might have to take a moment. <laughs> Uh, and Martin's available uh, via phone again because Martin and Skype just don't mix these days. No. <laughs> I'm always available via phone. Feel free to call me. I'm going to start calling you like just during the day randomly. <laughs> I'll even chat with your mother if she's there or something. <laughs> I feel like we're we're on the you know one of those radio talk shows with the Martin being on the phone and you know they have the callers who call in and tell us your problems, Martin. <laughs> what what issues have, has Maddie given you this month? Um, nothing but extortionate custom fees. Ooh, sorry to hear that. Don't have that problem. You should move to the United States. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would hate to deal with that. Yeah, that would save me some money. So, uh, Josh, yeah, you usually start off the um, you know, the ball rolling with your newscaster voice. All right, so uh, last week we had uh, the... Actually, I suppose we should rewind because we haven't done a show in a little while. Uh, January, we got the Star Sisters uh, three-pack from Maddie. That was the only thing that actually shipped in January. I am not going to bother giving schedules on here anymore because they're in a constant state of flux. And anything we tell you now is going to be wrong tomorrow when this podcast gets posted. But uh, we did get the three pack, the Star Sisters. I was I I liked them more than I thought I was going to. I'm not a Star Sisters fan, but um, they're 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 good. Thoughts? I still haven't opened mine. I didn't open mine either. I took them out of the white box. <laughs> I yeah, that's what I did. Either, so <laughs> talk yeah. me up too. I mean, now did you guys ha- on your white box? Did it say Cringer on it? No, uh, I have no idea. Uh, yeah. It did. Okay, I wondered. I didn't. Rem- I didn't look, and someone had asked me if mine said "cringer" on it as well. Um, but I'd uh, already thrown away the box. I know on one of those monthly Q and A uh, things that uh, that they do. Uh, I forget which website it was. Somebody asked about something similar that another box had had the wrong name on it, and they said in the Q and A that the names printed on the boxes. We're always done for trademark. I was going to say, yeah, to hold the not, trademark. Not necessarily reflective of the product inside. So, yeah, because they have to m- keep mentioning it or something, right? To hold the. 
the copyright trademarks yeah, show that it's be in a use. Better way though, because that was that is confusing. It does Ooh. confuse a lot of people. I've noticed. They should put like a sentence like "Star Sisters love Cringer." <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, Star Sisters are what they are. I'm glad we got them. Um, I didn't necessarily need them, but glad I got them. And they're just, I'm going to leave them in the box probably. I'm glad we got them. Obviously I don't leave anything in the box because that would make it utterly pointless for me. But, uh, like I said, I'm, I liked them better than I thought. I think, uh, design wise, I like jewel star best of the three, but, uh, my, uh, the thing for me is it was, it was disappointing that it was the only thing we got in January just because it wasn't something I especially cared about. So, um, it made it for kind of a lackluster month. I think I'm going to save mine until I have no new classic stuff to open. And then I'll go, oh, the Star Sisters, and then I'll open them. And <laughs> there, then there I'll be sad because there'll be nothing else. That's likely to happen because as the schedule stands now, there is nothing for August. But who knows? Things could change and they're constantly moving things around. So, um, All right. So uh, this month, February, we're getting Sorceress and Fisto as part of – and the Shadow Weaver as part of the subscription. Uh, I don't think anybody's actually – at least on this cast has actually received those yet. No. Uh, they just and, shipped for me. Yeah, mine shipped on uh, Wednesday or Thursday, I think. So you, everybody, always gets shipping notices before I do. <laughs> I got mine yesterday as well. <laughs> Even people in the UK get shipping before I do. <laughs> I, I, I'm still waiting on well, the the 30th figure, which also shipping this month. They shipped that one uh, like a week ago. Well. Are, is anyone else surprised that Fisto sold out like within like thirty minutes? I'm not, but I like I really like Fisto. I thought the sorceress would, not Fisto. Uh, he comes with a lot of stuff, though. Well, do people really want that sword? I mean, uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, you got to remember too, though. Not only, I mean, I personally, I do. He's a top character for me. I kind of put him in as he's sort of a first tier character for me, and I realize him in the. Minority probably on that, but I, th- I think there are a lot of people who feel that way. Also, he had to, not being the sorceress, have a uh, smaller run made. So uh, yeah, probably I could see also that. contributed. So I, th- I think a combination of those two. The sorceress, they want to have hang around, I think, for a while, just because she's such an iconic character. Um, I was happy that his real name is, is an actual name, uh, since, like, Duncan... His brother has a real name. It would have been kind of funny and inappropriate if his name was like Makaka or whatever. And and then there's Duncan, his brother. So the 30th uh, sub figure also came out this month. The first one of those, which is the Fearless Photog. And uh, I'm not a fan of, but... But you have the 30th subscription. I do, yes. I I don't. Martin, you don't. I do. You do, Marzo? Yep. Oh, have fun with that! <laughs> All right. Well, we'll we'll get more on the thirtieth in a in a second. But let's I, talk. Well, I bought Photog though, and I paid thirteen some dollars for shipping. So that Photog better arrive lightning fast. <laughs> I bought Photog as well. Good. 
I it's funny because I'm on the absolute opposite end of that spectrum. I'm getting Fearless Photog because it's part of the 30th. If I didn't have the 30th and didn't want some of the other characters involved in that, I might have passed on Photog just because I just don't care. You would have never passed on Photog. He's such a liar. <laughs> You're probably right. But <laughs> I, I have no desire for Photog. I'll, I'll, I'll put it that way. So are we discussing this? But I kind of like the the history of them, you know. Yeah, I get that aspect of it. I did, the character, though himself, I can't see myself ever having him on display. Just like I won't have. Uh, it, it, I'm in the process of putting together a huge uh, master's case display and things. I can't see putting uh, Snout Spout on display either. I just there's certain characters that just don't work for me no love for hose nose <laughs> no. although i would have bought him either way. yeah uh justin's right uh the snout of the spout <laughs> has been breaking for people mine's still i guess i'm just gonna leave him in the box because i don't want to break him mine's still in the box too i don't want to touch him either just like the goddess yeah, see, I didn't have a problem with the goddess. My goddess is out of the box. Um, she's frolicking along with a few other people. <laughs> mine as well. Mine, <laughs> mine has been fine as well. Yeah, thankfully she's she's good because I actually like I like the goddess figure. All right, so uh, about a week ago at New York Toy Fair, Mattel made some new Masters reveals that have gotten a lot of discussion. So I guess we'll talk about the main. Uh, the main ones that have been revealed, we have Spikor, which I know Mr. Marzo is very happy about. Oh, yeah. Spikor is just like, he was my favorite when I was a kid. I carried him around everywhere. Yeah, he, Spikor, I don't, I, I don't like the name. I like the character as far as the look of him goes. I've got... Strange, conflicting feelings on Spike or as well because he was he is kind of always been a sad character for me because it was the last Masters figure I got as a kid during the original run of the line. It was the very very last one. I think it's awesome that you can actually remember the last figure you ever got. I don't think I can remember the last. Yeah, I figure. have no idea. Yeah, I I got him. I, re- I actually remember the day that I got him. I was in uh, Toy City. And they had all of their master stuff on clearance. And uh, that was the only one there that I didn't already have. So I bought him, and that was the end. Well, um, Spycor is my most wanted non-Horde figure. So I'm very happy we're getting Spycor. Me too. Can't wait for Spycor. He should have came with a parachute, though, I I, think. I was just going to say that I used to repeat that line. Um, just randomly to my parents when I was little, I would be like, I don't need a parachute. <laughs> and they'd look at me like I'm crazy. Well, you know, there's still a long time before his release. So maybe they'll, uh, they'll let us know that he's coming with one. That would be fun. I but, think that's the next vehicle they should make would be the collector. If I don't get Roton or something. I need a land shark for my sport, my spike or to drive. That's true. I did. I had a land shark when I was little. That was probably my favorite vehicle. Uh, yeah, I, I had a land shark. I love the Roton. 
Yeah, I guess I'd be happy with either of those, but I would like a collector since they never released that originally. Plus, how cool is this? Back about uh, five years ago when I was living in uh, California, the house I uh, was living in for a couple of years was on Roton Street. (laughs) Wow. Isn't that awesome? I thought that was awesome. Spike or you're my slave. What's that from? Don't know. Nobody? Not Can't not. remember. That's from the Slime Pit commercial. You people call oh, yourself yeah. fans. <laughs> I can see it in my head. He wasn't on the box, though. Beast Man was getting slimed on the box. So I have to forget. I remember the commercial, though. Just the slime hitting his spikes and oozing down on him. That had to be hard to clean. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Spycore, and at present, I'm not. Don't hold these, the schedule to it, and I'm not going to go through the whole schedule. But at present, Spycore is slated for a July release. Now I can't see the the picture of Spycore. Obviously, does he come with any accessories outside of like the trident arm type deal? Yes, his his orange and, his orange spiky mace thing. Ah, oh, I don't remember that. I must have lost that quickly as a kid. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, uh sword, like, the, as long as a He-Man sword. Um, and it has, like, a stick with spikes sticking out of it. But it's orange. Just an awesome color. And then he has the thing, you know, the... What you were talking about on his hand. Right, right, right. I yeah, think I must... it comes with two tridents, actually. A short one and a longer one. Oh, so it's not going to slide out like the original. No, it, it doesn't move. That's surprising because it's not. It, I would have thought that was just a uh, articulation thing, not an action figure. I would have thought, or action feature. I would have thought they would have uh, made that. But I guess, uh, I guess, tooling wise, it's probably simpler the way they did it. It's not too long though. Like it's not like um, the Little Mermaid's. I was going to say husband. No, her dad. <laughs> you know, would have in the movie. It's, right, right. You know, shorter on his, still on his hand type deal. But it looks really good. I think his face looks slightly off. Um, well, a lot of these are not going to look exactly the same either. They were talking about the fact that both him and the next figure we're going to talk about had rushed uh, paint jobs that were just for the Toy Fair. They'll, they'll look a bit different in mm-hmm. the final releases, they say. So so let's get to that one. Uh, they also released highly, highly anticipated, probably the most highly anticipated, although... Not the number one character I still want from the Shira Princess of Power line, but they have announced and revealed Frosta for a September release. And yeah, her. Uh, I get. I mean, I don't know. I thought I had no problem with her hooker eyes. Um, <laughs> to be blunt, I mean she she was quite you know promiscuous uh, in an episode, so. I think that's why most people want her, actually. Yeah, I mean, that's the episode that sold Frosta for most people, so. Yeah. Um, so, uh, there was a lot of drama about that Frosta, too, because it was like, people were hinting that Frosta was coming out, and then Mattel is like, no, Frosta's not coming out, and then they're like, oh my god, they pulled Frosta, and then boom, Frosta's <laughs> there anyway. So I'm assuming looks more like her cartoon incarnation? Oh, yeah. Very much. Yep, style guide. Very nice. 
very, very nice. I have the original for us, but uh, I'm looking forward to seeing because the Shira cartoon, for the most part, aired after I lost my, or actually, I think entirely aired after I lost my vision. So I had missed out on what a lot of those characters looked like. Yeah, really, the only um, toy aspect of the Frosta release is she has that um, a staff that came with the figure. Right, right, right. Uh, but uh, that she never used in the cartoon, as far as I can remember. I don't Very nice. Either that, like pinwheel spinny staff thing. Yeah, and right. it's kind of really large and in charge. Um, with the figure, I think it looks too big. I was never a fan of it on the original either, so I may just took that away and not uh, give her something from one of the weapons packs or something. Well, that's like if they ever do cast a spell, uh, if they if they put that large disc thing on her back, I hope it's removable because I don't like that spinning disc that's on the back of the figure. Cause she didn't have that in the cartoon. Yeah, I hope that's removable too. I, I agree. I want her to look like the Filmation cartoon. That's the reason why I love she as much as I do. Yeah, it was her toy line. I feel I still I think I've said this before. If they actually would have made action figures, yeah, that were like the they could have still had their purple and pink, you know, card backs or whatever. But they should have been in the style of like Tila and Evelyn or something. That's what the girls were buying anyway when they wanted to tap into this, you know, market. So exactly. I, they just I don't think they understood uh, what they were trying to do. Well, I think they were trying to play it. Sorry, go ahead. Less brushable hair, maybe? Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, that was the thing. I think they they had a lot of success with Barbie. They were trying to play it safe with... Because yeah. let's, let's face it, they are more like action figures than anything else girls had. Well, yeah, movies. I think it was like an interview or something with Toy Guru Scott, where he had mentioned something about how the reason, you know, the She-Ra stuff... Looks how it does in MOTUC is because you know they're making action figures now of the Shira toys instead of dolls, and I'm like, no, they were action figures in the '80s. They were just a different type of action figure, in my opinion. They weren't a Barbie. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Yeah, so I totally just agree. yeah, I agree too. They were figures to me. I had a few of them. Mm-hmm. I had quite a few uh, as well then, and and have collected a few more. I'm still. Mermista is still my number one most wanted. They need to get that one done. <laughs> they do. That's my absolute most wanted. All right. Uh, they also announced the next uh, larger item, uh, currently scheduled for June or uh, sorry July, I believe. That is the uh, Snakeman Soldier Two Pack, and I'm actually fairly excited about this one. I think that's uh, a really cool addition to the the Snakeman. Ranks. I mean, I think they look cool. <sighs> I'd rather have horde troopers. Um, Everyone would rather have horde troopers, <laughs> but as they constantly say, they're trying to spread out the uh, the stuff that everybody wants. I so I, I'm fine with this for for now, particularly because we got uh, we've got. Um, Granamir coming, which is a, you know obviously not part of the subscription, but that's another really high profile thing that everybody's going to buy. Um, as far as their larger items, I think this is a good one. We'll probably, my guess is, we'll probably see Horde Troopers next year. I hope so because that's the one army builder I want to army build. Yeah, I could actually see myself actually buying extra Horde Trooper packs if 
regardless if it's in the subscription or not. I could see myself buying more than just one pack of Horde Troopers. I think it'd be cool to have, like, you know, Hordak and then a row of Horde, like a flying V type shape of Horde Troopers (laughs) behind him. Yeah. Well, I I think if we get, what does everyone think of this? If we get a Horde Trooper pack, what if they gave us three, like they did the Star Sisters? What if that's it? And with a lot of extra pieces and things to... Too. And maybe the He-Man head, like, uh, I think it was, was it you, Shadow, who said you wanted the He-Man head? For, yeah, I think it was. Yes. Uh, things like that. Um, so a $60 pack? Really? A $60 pack with three troopers. I think that would go over really big. Although I in the new price scheme, would it be like 66 bucks or something? If you buy it separately. But in the subscription, it would be 60 assuming okay. they keep the same scheme. I think that would be a really good way to go. I'd buy I would that. be very happy with that. Yeah, me too. I'd rather buy, like, a couple of those than a few two-packs, you know? Yeah, and I like the idea of there being three, because then I could have two, one at each side of Hordak, and separately, I could have the uh, He-Man head one. Or, you know, I also want Hordak head, so maybe it should be a four-pack, because Hordak is in that outfit when he captures Princess Adora. That would be good if they came their heads. heads. Yeah. Yeah. But this one is the snake one. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you know, it's the the snake, the snake men. Troopers. Yeah, we they never had like the personality that the horde troopers got since the horde troopers were in so many more episodes than the Mike Young snake men people. They didn't get a chance, man. It was canceled too early. It was. It was actually. Um, yeah, that's true. But I do like. I do like the being able to bolster their ranks and. Uh, it's a little, I will say, it's a little bit strange to me, um, only because to this point, by the time they come out, we will have only gotten King Hiss and Cobra Khan, and now we're going to have these two generic ones before we have any more of the main Rattler and Snake Face and these other uh, main Snake guys. Whereas uh, we've already gotten, what, four, four Horde members, I think? We've got, uh, what, Hordak, Grizzlor... Leech and Shadow Weaver, so Catra and Catra and Catra. So, in some respects, it seems like the the Horde Troopers may have made more sense at this point. Although, but, although maybe the Snake Men do make more sense at this point, just because, like you said, there's already been so many so much Horde activity that they need to. Sp- not many Snake Men to begin with, too. Yeah, yeah. So either way, I guess I guess you could make the argument on both sides on that one. So, uh, so fun, fun. I, uh, I'm looking forward to that. The sculpts of them too. I mean, like, uh, I can't really fault them on anything. I think they look fantastic. The snake yeah, men. They look amazing. And do they come with any weaponry? Cause again, I can't see the pictures. Yes. Um, one of them has like a, a weird looking pitch, not a pitchfork, but like a spear, a spear, spear with like a crooked blade at the top of it and a shield. Um, and they have, like, one has, like, a, a, a handle with a spiked ball. I don't know what that's called. Some kind of mace. Yeah, like a mace with spikes on it. Different than Spike Wars. Um, yeah. Uh, but huh. they, they look really good. And one of them is orange. Uh, so he's the cooler looking one than the yellow one. <laughs> that's kind of cool. like that. Now, look, uh, really looking forward to this. Yeah, I like the the shield looks really cool. Um, it's like a silver and black and blue shield with like a snake, the snake logo on it. I think it looks really cool. Man. Very nice. And I'm imagining that might be the... Rattler, Rattler in the one, too. 
Yes, the the orange one. I I'm think. not sure which. I can't remember which one, the yellow or the orange. But I see a lot of rattle, rattler parts on them. Actually, I think both heads could kind of go with rattler, like changing heads wise, like one with a closed mouth and one with an open mouth, as long as they were just painted the same color. But yeah, the neck, like it looks like it would be kind of like rattler figure. And some Rattler legs and feet. You can see that those look like they would go on Rattler. Yeah, so you can see elements. Just kind of like when we yeah. saw, like, uh, what, bow and, and stuff. We were like, oh, it looks like New Adventures He-Man is going to come sooner or later. Very nice. I, I'm very excited about that one as well. The other uh, big reveal we got is the next in the... Uh, 30th series. Which right. And when is, you said big reveal, as do you mean like big disappointing reveal? Uh, I was just doing air quotes that no one could see. Yes. Okay. Um, although I've got an interesting perspective that I'm going to share with us in a minute once we go around and see what everybody thinks. But uh, the now we so far in the 30th anniversary. Song, well, wait, can I stop you real quick? Are we not mentioning Snake Man at Arms? Uh, well, is there anything new? Because that one was revealed a few months ago, as far as I... I th- why did I think that there was something different? Is uh, it that... they, put, they added some Roboto parts or, or trap jaw parts or something. Yeah, they changed a little bit of his look. Um, I heard a lot of people were complaining about it. I, I don't even like Snake Man in Arms, but I think he kind of looks cool. <laughs> uh... I, I don't want to pay I for them, like, but I, I like the idea. You see, with these with these uh, quarterly variants, I, I'm glad we're getting different things other than just rehashing things that have come before. Like this one is to me, this is really cool because it's a it's it's a variant. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can stick them in with your Snakeman uh, figures if you want, and it's something we've never seen before. I'm kind of I'm liking that. I'm uh, liking the. This is why I I wanted to mention it though. Now I remember it's because he comes with the second issue of the mini comic. Then we just got to see the cover, and I thought the cover of the comic looked awesome. What's on the cover? Tell it's us. a hero and He Man. Very nice. Yeah, that cover does look awesome. It looks a lot better than the first one, I think, with Hero and He-Man on there. Yeah, way better. Is it a different artist that did this cover? I didn't pay attention. I, I don't know. But I'm it's sure. it's really nice looking. So I hope the writing is better in the second issue. The oh. the first issue, the story-wise, uh, it probably won't be. Me. But I think yeah. to our expectations for something like that are so high. Um, well, the, the thing is, really, the problem was the the, the first one in the series um, was very much an homage to the way the mini comics were done in the eighties. And while I enjoyed a lot of them, let's face it, they weren't uh, Nobel Prize winning pieces of literature by any stretch of the imagination. They're fun, but they're <laughs> not that great, really, and especially compared to the cartoons and the other comics we got and things like that. This one, though. I was expecting them, and not not so much to pay homage to how the original ones were done, but to give us a really great story. And we didn't we didn't get that. They opted to go more toward what the original mini comics were, which is disappointing to me. Well, like I said, I, that's why I think we had too high of expectations. Yeah. Maybe they might have been able to get away with that if we had some other form of entertainment going. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. I said I think. In this day and age, we tend to hold our expectations too high. Just like even when the Mike Young uh, show premiered, 
expectations were so high that I think had had we had been more realistic, maybe all the weapon spinning and stuff wouldn't have annoyed us as much as it did. <laughs> like things, little things like that, you know? I just think yeah. we were like, oh my god, finally a new He-Man cartoon. We haven't had this since, you know, the new adventures. So... You can't count the new adventures, please. <laughs> Martin, I can hang up on him if you want me to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Snake Man in Arms. Okay, now now 30th, uh, 30th anniversary uh, figure. Okay, now so far we knew about Fearless Photog. That's the February figure. The uh, Drago Man, who I prefer to call just Drago because Drago Man is a very silly name. I call him Dinosaur. Uh, Mighty Spectre is after that, and now we know who the fourth one in the lineup is going to be, which is Sir Laser Lot, which makes Drago Man sound a lot less silly. Uh, uh does anyone right. feel like they need those uh blue and red 3D cereal pack glasses when you look at him? <laughs> he looks like. Cobra Commander in disguise. Dude, thank you. I thought so too. And I said that to <laughs> Leanne. I was like, hey, did you see they're trying to put Cobra Commander in the V-Man line? But they kind of made him look funny. He-Man <laughs> <laughs> will never know it is me. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's got too much blue going on, to be honest. It's so ugly. That Jeff guy... <laughs> I don't know comic books, and I admit this, right? I know, like, famous, famous comic book people, but in my opinion, I, I, know, I don't know who this Jeff person is. Me so either. I don't know why we went to him to do a figure. Um, I understand the Four Horsemen making a figure. I understand Scott Knightlick making a figure. I do not understand this guy. Like, why don't you get someone like Lou Scheimer or Larry Dottilio, who actually created characters back in the day? Like, someone that, like... We would forgive, maybe, if it was such an <laughs> ugly figure. <laughs> but this guy, this makes me think, like, how did he even work in the comic business? Because his original stuff must be horrible. <laughs> I, you know, I, I haven't seen it, so I'm not going to say too much. And I do have a, a thing I'm going to share on this whole 30th line uh, concept. But uh, one, you know, you, you just brought up a good point. You know what would be really cool to see? Whether it's part of this 30th line or something later, but if they want to introduce some new characters, which I'm, I'm all for introducing new characters. I love getting the old ones, but I, I, I really, really enjoy expanding the universe as well. Um, what, what, what about getting some of the uh, character designers from the old Filmation days to come on to design a new character like they would have done for a, a Filmation episode back in the day? I think it'd be a little more accepted. I still think, though, that it would probably get just as much criticism-ish as these ones Well, of ones course do. it is, because there's, I mean, there are, like it or not, whether you agree with it or not, I, I don't, but a lot of people want this to be purely a nostalgia line. They want it to be rehashing the stuff that we either wanted and didn't get in the 80s, or the stuff we already did get in the 80s. There, you know, there's there's the fa- the, the well, factions yeah. who are against the the Mike Young characters being included. There's those who are against the new adventurous figures being included. You're, this is an all inclusive line. That that was my number one complaint with them calling it classics. I understand why they did it. I get the argument, 
but I think it gives people the wrong impression initially of what this is supposed to be. Well, that too. I mean, like, uh, people will say, like, say, you know, there are, you know, wacky filmation characters or whatever that are just as quote unquote ugly or on par with something like Sir Laser Lot or, you know, Drago Man or whatever. Um, but they weren't in any episode of the cartoon. You know what I mean? Like, we don't have any nostalgia reference for these characters. So that's kind of, I think, why we are hating on them more than we would a simple filmation character that would get made. That looks, you know, the, the, the design isn't that much off. Like, if you look at the Sir Laser Lot, he kind of, you could see, like, where you could get, like, the Red Knight. Yeah, I was just going to say I would have much preferred the Red Knight than Sir Laser Lot, but whatever. Yeah, like if it was this exact figure, but painted red, um, and maybe didn't have that like cape or something, I guess, because the Red Knight, I don't think, had a cape. Can't remember. No. But um, I probably wouldn't be complaining at all. Why? Because the Red Knight was in an episode of Filmation. I remember the episode. I'd be like, okay, we're getting the Red Knight, kind of like the Star Sisters. Like, okay. Right, but that's kind of that's kind of falls into my point is that you know you want the nostalgia part of it you hold that in a higher regard than yes. expanding the universe. Where whereas I'm kind of not totally the opposite way. I love getting the the characters we know and love as well, but well, I, too, I'm could, also just as excited about getting new characters. It can be just like I said with the mini comic. Our expectations are set so high that when <clears throat> like okay, out of all of them, I think the Four Horsemen one looks the best. Um, but would I have a problem with Mighty Spectre and Sir Laserlot if they had appeared in the Filmation cartoon? No. You know what I mean? So it's like, my expectations are too high. When I hear there's going to be a new figure, I expect it to be like, perfect. Like, even like little things like, uh, Sir Laserlot, it should have been Lazor, like L-A-S-O-R. You know what I mean? Like the spelling of the name to fit in with He-Man. So I think expectations are too high, but I still think the criticism is justifiable to the point where this guy had really nothing to do with He-Man. Whereas Four Horsemen and Scott have something to do with He-Man. Yeah, I I hear you. I hear you. Okay. So though, let me, let me throw this out there. I want to see what your guys' take on this. Now, bear in mind, this is based on the fact that I, I have not seen any of these three new characters yet. Hey, um, why don't you explain why? Just in case we have listeners who don't know. I can't see. <laughs> it's that simple. So, really? Uh, I, uh, really. I never knew that after so never many knew. years. I am a <laughs> blind individual, and I cannot see any of the pictures. And for whatever reason, uh, Mattel is not as open to letting me check them out at Comic-Con every year anymore, which... I don't know why, but it's... I think uh, Toy Guru's even scared to touch him at at his uh, <laughs> events, <it's>, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's very strange, because for years they were great. Even the first year, uh, first couple of years of uh, the Classics line, they were fine with Let Me Look at Everything. And then uh, 2010, and all of a sudden, it was a problem. It, it was very strange. Don't know. Don't understand, but... Regardless, so I haven't I haven't had hands on time with any of these characters yet. So I'm going strictly by what what I know of their look, uh, what I've heard people talking about, things they like, things they don't like. In most cases, particularly with Mighty, Mighty Specter, 
But um, and this is based on something that uh, Toy Guru said recently that uh, I think it was an interesting thing. The point of the 30th, you know, a lot of people have been saying uh, for a 30th anniversary line, these should have been something connected to the past kind of thing. I get the argument. Uh, Mattel's stance on that uh, that they brought up recently was that they were trying to recreate the feeling back in the day when you'd walk down the toy aisle in you know 1986 or whatever and the new masters figures are out and you get to see all these characters you've never seen before and you never you've never known anything about that that sense of oh my god something new so i understand that uh argument as well and i'm i'm actually on board with them on that argument even though i i understand why people some people aren't um Here's my my thinking though. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna take Photog out of the lineup for a second. Just talk about the totally brand new, never seen before characters here. So Drago, Mighty Specter, Laserlot. I'm I'm starting to see what could you could argue as a pattern with these, in that they seem so far to be representing very specifically certain uh, eras and certain aspects of Masters. So, to me, in general, the basic concept, forget the look for a minute, but the basic concept of Drago Man, whether he looks like a dinosaur or not, this sort of half-man, half-dinosaur with this something-man type name, to me, this is very much like we would see early Masters, the Beast Man, Merman type days. Those are very, very early characters. The mighty specter in terms of what he is and what he does. And I think the look, although I'm not sure because I have not seen him, uh, reminds me of something that would have been part of New Adventures. That sort of more sci-fi type uh, element. The Sir Laserlot, the sort of knight who's got these laser powers. This reminds me late vintage line when we had Ninjor and Rio Blast and these kind of silly named characters that were heavily influenced by something uh, from Earth history. Um, it seems to me that they're targeting certain eras of the, of the old stuff where these are supposed to fit in. I think you just gave them an expl- explanation they should use that they probably didn't realize they were doing. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't thought <laughs> yeah, about it like that. But sounds good. Um, I can I can go on your uh, theory with that because, like, um, back in the day when I went and saw new figures and I saw someone like Cyclone, I never felt Cyclone looked like a He-Man figure. Like, I liked him and I bought him because he was a He-Man figure. But to me, as a kid, he didn't seem to fit in. And, like, that's how I kind of feel about, say, uh, Mighty Spectre or something. But I probably still would have bought him as a kid. Mm-hmm. Because I always remember Cyclone not fitting in, in my opinion, as a child. Yeah, I didn't feel that way. I loved Cyclone as a kid and, and never had that. The, the figure itself, from a, a tactile point of view was a little bit weird because it was made out of a completely different plastic. I think yeah. it made him lighter for the spinning. And his feature. color scheme was kind of different than anything. Like, it was so bright. Right. Um, I, sh- I mean, that's what it made me think of when you were describing that kind of stuff, too. 
was yeah. again, like I said, if if Sir Laser Lot came out in 1987, I probably would have bought him. And he he would and he would have been like he would have been one of those ninja real blast type characters toward the end there. That's he's exactly that type of character. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know about look wise, but concept wise, that's exactly where he would have fit in. I mean, he does kind of look a little filmation ish. So yeah. My only problem with them is the color scheme, actually. I kind of like the idea of them. Yeah, maybe if the colors were changed up, which they might be, right? It could very well be, because he's not coming out for a while. So there's hope. There's hope for you, (laughs) comic book creator man. All right. And uh, other than that, I don't think there's uh, any other... uh, Toy news? Have I missed anything? The pe- Funko stuff. Uh, yes, but I was talking about Mattel specifically. But oh. yeah, we can we can move on to the Funko stuff now. Uh, Funko has obtained a Master Universe license. They will be producing bobbleheads. Yay! Hmm. I don't know if I'll buy a lot of them, but I'll I will buy all of them except Tila. Now, are they? We haven't seen pictures of them yet, right? No, they announced Master Universe and Thundercats, but no pictures. No. So I'm wondering, I, I don't actually own any bobbleheads. I know at least some of them, it just has like, it's always the same mold with the with the face painted on. Are, are there some that are sculpted? Will there be anything for me to feel on these things? Yeah, like, think? didn't they show a picture? Don't Doesn't this company do the Big Bang Theory bobbleheads? So like, it's actually the mold of ish of the character's face in a different body. Yeah. Okay, so if they do that, I'm all over these. If it's just painted on, I might get one or two just to have and then not care. They're so. also doing those the vinyl uh, figures, uh, like Justin had mentioned. And uh, those, though, might be not as detailed for you to feel anything. And what what are those exactly? Because I've, I've never seen one of those. Are they big? Are they small? Are they... They're about the same size, I think, as the as a bobblehead would be, ain't it? Something like that. Yeah, maybe they're fatter. Yeah, they're like one big chunk of plastic. Or vinyl, I should say. <laughs> so that's kind of uh, cartoony looking. Like we're talking like a sort of a Lego type character type idea or... Uh, that's what I'm picturing. Like you mean a big yeah. Lego man? Like a, like one of, Yeah, like a bigger size Lego person. Like uh, where it's very uh, simplified. It is simplified. Yeah. Um like, they had ones for other 80s cartoons, like there was a Cobra Commander, like G.I. Joe ones. I don't know if it was by this company, but I saw them in the stores, the, the same type of product, um, if I'm equating those correctly. Um, but yeah, I don't know if there's going to be really... We'll have to wait till they show pictures, at least, of the He-Man ones, but I don't think with those there would be as much detail for you to feel a difference, mm-hmm. per se. Uh, but the bobbleheads there should be. Very nice. I will definitely be uh, snagging those then. All right. Uh, one last thing that I wanted to do, if uh, no one has an objection, I would like to rant for a moment. <gasps> <laughs> Go for it. Something that I don't typically do. I'm kind of one of those. I haven't, I've had, compared to a lot of people, a lot fewer problems with uh, Maddie. And uh, this isn't a problem per se, but I think this is an incredibly short-sighted thing that that has happened recently. So, And it's been a hot topic of late. 
So there's been a lot of discussion about the Wind Raider uh, and Mattel saying that it didn't sell all that well. Um, that they think it did just okay. Their justification on this is that it took two days to sell out uh, and they only had a small production run of the Wind Raider. Here's, for me, where this that argument really, really falls apart. Um, it was still a sellout, which means they sold everything that they made or that they intended to sell. It went on sale uh, a week before Christmas. And their argument is that they don't think it did well because it didn't sell out fast enough. Two days wasn't fast enough. Uh Forget the pricing, which a lot, you know, Mattel keeps trying to say, well, we told people in advance how much it was going to cost. I don't think this had anything to do with, with pricing. The, the fact is, a week before Christmas, people are traveling. People are busy. Not everybody can be sitting at their computer at 9 a.m. on the West Coast and noon on the East Coast. The second something goes on sale, the fact that it sold out in two days and was a high-ticket item, to me, at a week before Christmas... I don't. I don't see the logic behind saying that that is a a poor selling item at all. Anybody with me on this? This is the the timing on this. This doesn't make any sense for them to say that. Yeah, I agree. I agree completely. You make a good point about it being around Christmas. Um, to release a high a higher priced item when people probably that week were already spending all this money on last minute Christmas gifts for other people. A lot of people, it might have been hard for them to work in the the, the the price for Wind Raider. I don't know. They should just put the vehicle in the subscription, and then they're going to sell it. Yeah, well, that I also don't understand. Instead of I don't know, I don't understand why vehicles are separate from the subscriptions. And the I get it for maybe the first one here, but they're, they've made it sound like it will continue to be a separate item from the subscription and i just i don't understand that uh at all just put it in one of our beast slots or whatever that you want to call those that we get four of every year and people be happy yeah i agree i mean they should just put it in the subscription the only thing i can think of is do they not sell enough subscriptions to make back the cost slash profit of the vehicle so they would have to raise the price that's the only thing i can think of uh, as to why they wouldn't put it in the subscription i understand testing the wind raider outside of the subscription to get an idea but like you said it did sell out of its stock in two days let's say that it they had made another i don't know how many units they make but let's say they made another five thousand wind raiders or something i don't know maybe it still would have sold out in four days the point is that it would did it would it still sell out and i think right. it, most likely I, yeah and I think it, as long as it sold out and it was, you know, we're not talking, it didn't take months to sell out or weeks to sell out. We're talking two days, the weekend, because remember this went on sale too, if I'm remembering correctly, Friday. So it sold out over the weekend before Christmas when people are busy and doing other things. I just, I don't, the, the logic of it not doing well because of this just doesn't seem to make any sense, no matter how many they made. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what it, how it would have, you know, how how many days or how many hours would have taken to sell out if it wasn't the week before Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it was just bad timing to have it on sale that time, right before Christmas, like that. I know I was broke. I had to try to struggle to get one myself. 
Well, too, they could, this could all be a little bit of a smokescreen, twisting the numbers type deal so that they can justify charging $50 for the next vehicle instead of 40 saying like, well, the Wind Raider didn't do that well, but we're still going to give you another vehicle. We're going to give it another shot uh, to make sure we make back our production costs or whatever we need to do. We're going to have to up the price of the vehicle to $45 or $50. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those things that they could put the spin on it to charge more money justifying it by saying, well, we already let you know that, you know, vehicles are on shaky ground and we're taking a risk, you know, by doing another one after Wind Raiders subpar performance. It's also strange too the way that, you know, Mattel impresses these sort of, uh, artificial, uh, barriers between things uh as well like uh, internally as a company i understand there's a certain amount of that that goes on in any company um, where you have to categorize things and, and make decisions that way and that sort of thing but to the outside world to the people buying into the master's classics whether you're a subscriber or picking and choosing whatever it is to to those of us giving our money in to get these things vehicles beasts all these things, they're just high-ticket items to us. They're just larger. We don't – I don't anyway. I don't think most people significantly differentiate between something like the Wind Raider and something like a, a Battle Cat or a Panther or Swift Wind. Um, you know, and now they've got they've – so not only do we have these, these beast items, now we have a vehicle category and we have whatever the category, the Ultra Giant size beast of Granomir, who's also outside the subscription uh, to all of us, those, I think to most of the fans, we don't care how Mattel differentiates these. If the beasts are doing well and you stuck a vehicle in there, it's, it's around the same price point. It's going to do just as well as any of the, the beasts do as part of the subscription. I think we don't, I don't think we're differentiating the way that they are internally. And I don't, like we need to. Well, and you can't tell me the more people in general would want like Roton, Landshark, what have you, instead of the Griffin. They do. More people yeah. do the Roton, I, w- I would say. I don't know about Landshark. I like the Landshark. I'm not sure that one's as high profile. Roton's pretty high profile, though. Landshark is my favorite. Mm, I'm going to have to go with Justin on this. Uh, Landshark is awesome. Do not be mean. Joshua. No, I'm not. I, I like the Landshark. I'm just not sure. I like the Roton better. I'm just not sure that Landshark is as, as recognizable. But I'm just saying, a, I don't think anyone would complain if instead no, of the Griffin, absolutely. they were getting Landshark. They absolutely wouldn't. So, well, see, my favorite is um, Spider. <laughs> but I don't I think they'll ever make that one. <laughs> that one might be a little difficult, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great, great vehicle. Yeah, it was. I loved, loved that thing. Uh, is anyone right. disappointed that there were no new adventures? I mean, I I was that there wasn't. I thought we were going to get like a new adventures He Man or something shown at Toy Fair. Um, I am disappointed, but I think I'm so happy that they've brought out Slushhead this year <laughs> that I've decided to give them a break. <laughs> <laughs> but I still want Flog next year. Yeah, I mean, if anything, I need Flog. Um. I guess the really the only ones left that I want are you know, He-Man, Skeletor, Flog, that I must have, Flog, and um, uh, Master Sebrian. Uh, those would be my four. I could do without, like, I don't need Hydron. Uh, Flipshot was always cooler. Uh, 
here's a, I'd be happy if we just got all of the Wave 1 figures, because mm-hmm. they were always the most important characters. That's true. And if we got Sebrian and Critter from the cartoon, I'd be very happy. Here's a question. Uh, I, I have a, a thought, but we're gonna, I want to throw this out there and see what your guys' thoughts are. Uh, we now know what three of the large items in the subscription are this year. We we got the Star Sisters, we've got the Griffin coming, and we've got the Snakeman two-pack coming. That leaves one more left this fall, and we don't know what it is yet. We have yet to get a high-profile large item uh, this year. Like 2010, we got Battle Cat. Last year we got Panthor and Swiftwind, so we got two high-profile ones. What do you think the last one's going to be? Is it going to be a high-profile one, and what would you predict it might be? Hmm. Are you? I t- have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. Like, are we talking like Stridor type? Stridor yeah. is actually my guess. Yes. I mean, I guess I would. I would think of that because even if, like, I don't know if they would. But I wonder if they could make like some type of snap-on molding that went over top of like the Swiftwind mold or something. Well, see, that's what I'm thinking. And use uh, uh, they could redo because the legs are separate pieces, so they could do new legs to get, make them the more robotic style. New head, new tail. Those are all separate pieces, and some sort of like an armor that goes over the main body. It wouldn't be a ton of new tooling, and they would be able to reuse parts like they try to do. I could see that really working, and that being our big high-profile end-of-the-year beast. It's going to go out with a bang. Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd rather have something like Stridor than if they wanted to take, like, uh, you know, the Battle Cat Panther mold and, and, like, change it into, like, Claudine or something. Uh, yeah, I, I'd like something new, too, like Stridor. And you could use them for Night Stalker next mm-hmm. year's. Exactly. Exactly. I love Night Stalker. I actually like Night Stalker better than the Stridor, but I love them both. Yeah, I'm thinking Stridor would have more uh, "quote unquote" name power. I don't oh, know absolutely. how to. I don't know no how question. to describe it, but yeah. Well, he's. I kind of want a Mantisaur too. Oh, I would love a Mantisaur. <laughs> what about the? Uh, I'm not saying I I necessarily want this, but what about the? Um, well, isn't there some artwork from the toys back in the 80s of Hordak riding a cat as well? I seem to remember hearing something about that at one point. Like, uh, you know, like from the Battle Cat mold. I think there's some artwork of that somewhere. Mm. I don't know. I'm not recalling offhand. I mean, I know there's stuff of him on Manasaur. And that's even in a cartoon episode, colored like green. Yeah, he was green though in the cartoon, yep. And that was in an early episode of the cartoon, too. I'd rather have the toy collar for Mantisaur. Yeah, my, yeah I agree. It's much more horde, hordish yep. in the toy line than it was in the cartoon, which was kind of odd. I don't know why Filmation colored it. I mean, I guess because it's like a praying mantis or whatever. They were like, we'll make it green. but Yeah, I, I never had that. So it's just a giant praying mantis-type vehicle, right? Sort of the Spidor-type deal along those lines where it's half machine, half... It actually, it's really skinny too. It it doesn't actually use a lot of plastic, if you think about it. Um, and it, I remember mine. I always had problems with like the legs falling out uh, when I'd be like, sounds like mashing it around. Tooling there. 
Yeah, I don't really know yeah. what. Uh, yeah, what, I guess they really wouldn't be able to. What, there's nothing else that would be comparable that they could make. Unless there were pieces of it, maybe that could be used on a spider eventually, like legs or something. Yeah, yeah, the legs maybe. That one would be hard though with the tooling. It's a good point. Yeah, mm. I think Stridor and Nightstalker are the only things they could really reuse in that in that kind of B slot. Mm-hmm. That or Claudine, like Shadow said. Oh yeah, Claudine too. Yeah, I mean, I I don't somehow I don't see them doing them. I mean, obviously they could do Arrow, Storm. Um, Crystal Sundancer, those type the, of the things. The only other horse that I want from the Shira line is I would like Arrow for Bo. That's the only one, though. Yeah, and I want him to be the filmation colors, not the blue horse that the toy line received. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, so he actually wouldn't come with. That'd be interesting. Would they still make him come with wings? Because he did not have wings in filmation. I, I would think they would go with the filmation look. All the all the character figures are going that style mm-hmm. guide slash filmation look. So I would imagine uh, they might do. They would. They would just uh, or or they maybe make the wings uh, brown. Off. Yeah, they could just make them brown and and you could take them off if you don't like them, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do. But then you I have do. those holes on the side of them if you remove the wings. Yeah, they that's could make, true. Though they could make some sort of uh, something you put something in the plug holes, up, plug it that oh. those hole ups. Yeah, I, I could see them doing that anyway because I think eventually, if the line runs long enough, which we're all hoping and assuming it will, I think eventually we are going to get a spirit uh, horse. I think eventually. You know, I wouldn't rule out spirit then for this year even. I it's think part it's of the subs- soon but it's part of the subscription, so it's like you're forced to get it anyway. Yeah, I think it's too soon, and I don't. I think that I, I think it's too soon after Swiftwind, and I think the fans at this point, uh, I just I can't see that being uh, something that the fans would readily embrace. What if yeah, it came with the Dora? Sure. <laughs> what if it came with the Dora? Uh, maybe an Adora two point or something. Yeah, like so that she could <laughs> sit on the. Yeah, I guess I guess then that might be more acceptable. I suppose. I wonder though, would it still be the same price if they included? Well, see, that's the thing. They're already locked in with the prices, and I think the last one of the year is the thirty dollar mm. point. I believe, right? Because we have two thirties, one sixty, and one forty. The, the Snakeman Mint one is going to be forty because it's two figures. Star Sisters was sixty because it's three. The Griffin will be thirty because the beasts are all thirty. So I think, and I think the other slot is a thirty dollars slot. So I don't think they couldn't be more than thirty. Mm. They might again, though. I mean, they be they be getting rid of the wings, mm-hmm. so that would cut down the price at least somewhat. And they uh, have half of Adora, and they have the, you know what I mean. Yeah, I guess they could maybe get away with an Adora Spirit two pack. I'd still rather see Stridor. At this point. Oh, and Adora could come with that, like, brown cloak she wore when she went to find out for herself how the Horde truly is. (laughs) (laughs) And they can reuse that for evil speed. There you go. See? It's all in the family. They could use filmation artwork as the backdrop inside the box. That would be nice. Listen to the blind guy giving art suggestions. (laughs) (laughs) They don't seem to be exploiting... Their um, filmation access very much so far, unfortunately, do they? 
No, there have been some pictures, right? But yeah, they, we they know could... we've, we've got to get a filmation something in the last quarter of this year, right? I mean, there's got to be because they've made a big deal about it. We got Shadow Weaver. We've got nothing else through September. From, you know, directly I sure hope so. So who would you want to see? Who would you want to see at San Diego? Who do you want them to reveal filmation-wise? That's uh, tough. Scorpio. But it seems unlikely because of new tooling and such. You know what, though? I, I could actually see them doing but Scorpia. they just did Shadow Weaver. I could see them doing Scorpia, though, last quarter because... Well, I wonder, though, would they do a, another She-Ra filmation or would they do a He-Man filmation? I don't think so. You think uh, it would be focused on She-Ra? The what now? The filmation character. You think it would be? It would be. Oh, from which show? I thought you meant the character, like a He-Man. That. Oh no no no! Like yeah, I meant from which show? You think oh, they would focus oh, oh. on a filmation character from Shiro as opposed to one from He-Man? Uh, boy, gotta be one from He-Man. I think after Shadow Weaver. Yeah, I think that would make more sense. Like maybe Shadow Weaver at the beginning of the year, and then a He-Man filmation character at the near the end of the year. The thing is that we've, we've almost certainly got to get another horde member at the end of the year because we were we don't have one through September. We we've, we've gotten one every year and there's a lot of horde members to do. Which we're is why I'm kind of Scorpio. Yeah, we're getting Horde Prime and Shadow Weaver. Oh, Horde Prime. I no, I was thinking in the regular slots. I forgot about Horde Prime. Okay, so you're right. You're right. So yeah, maybe not then. Maybe not another horde. But if they did it from He-Man, who, who's a high-profile He-Man character that we didn't get in figure form? Shakoti? Shakoti, maybe? Uh, always, I Matt. never saw the fascination with Shakoti. Uh, I, mean, I mean, it's Larry Dottilio episode, but yeah, it's not. it doesn't actually rank high on my... If I had to do my top ten episodes. No. We are getting I always thought here, that Lord Mask was the better villain out of that two-parter. Yeah, I would like a Lord Mask. Back in the day, on like Adam Tyner's site, they did the create a character contest again, and you didn't win a prize uh, if you won. But I won, and I did Lord Mask. <laughs> the, uh, I don't know. Most of the ones I want to are not ones we were, were likely to get anytime soon. Like, I'd like Dariel. I'd like Montork, uh, the two Trollins. I'd like... Um, Malakta, who I don't think we're ever going to get, because I'm the only person in the universe that likes that character for some reason. <laughs> I really like that character as well. <laughs> nice um, supporting character, I thought. Well, he appeared in several episodes, too. Or uh, what about uh, K- Katrina? Uh. Like Katrina. Katrina would be good. I think any of the um, one-off Skeletor henchmen... Like Strongarm and Fangman and Isa would be good. We might oh, yeah, get Lizard Man. Nice. And Lizard Man too, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lizard Man definitely would be nice. I think Lizard Man might be coming, actually. I would bet on him. Yeah, because they could reuse a lot of those parts that are on the uh, Snakeman soldiers too, couldn't they? Yeah, maybe like the legs and stuff and arms. Yeah, exactly. Didn't they show Lizard Man in the original presentation as well? Yeah, like that's what I was, was going to say, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. 
good memory there, Martin. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's funny though because most of the the characters that I want though really want in figure form as far as from filmation are from the Shira show. Scorpia and Seahawk and you know, a lot of these these characters they had it seems to me that Shira really had a lot more characters that were never made into toys than than the Masters tune did. Yeah, a lot more important characters. I, I definitely want a Seahawk. Yeah. I even well Hantara, I want. I mean, but that was part of that whole pole thing. So, I really want <sighs> Hawk, regardless of filmation or Mike Young or whatever. Hawk is right up there on my list. I gotta have one. I even want the Maylog. <laughs> <laughs> they just have to take like a Tila figure and cover her with like mud, and then you have Maylog. <laughs> Of course, we are, as always, forgetting um, the best character from the Shira cartoon, uh, Mr. Slime Pig. Yes! <laughs> I would buy Mr. Slime Pig. <laughs> I know of nobody who would not buy Mr. Slime Pig. <laughs> I don't know, maybe, maybe a, a $30 pack could be uh, several smaller uh, figures, as like well. Twiggets or something. Uh, well, yeah, I wasn't thinking of them necessarily specifically. I was thinking of some of the. I mean, I, maybe they wouldn't put them all in one, but you know, you do have those who want Gwilder. I am not one, but you do have people who want that. Driel uh, would be, I think, a pretty high. I think Gwildor should be his own release, though. I don't think he should be. I mean, Gwildor size-wise in the movie is like larger than what an Orko would be. So I think he should have his own okay. monthly slot. Um, like he's not like a tiny. He's not as tiny like a Twiggit. I don't think. What about Cowl and? Uh... Yeah, you could do like Cowl Twiggit. You know what I would love? Lukey. Yeah, Lucky. And I would love if they gave us a Whispering Woods tree. Did <laughs> <laughs> you want a tree? I want a tree. <laughs> And I could set them all around the tree. It's like Fright Zone one. I could put them all around the tree. I think it would be cool. They could have a... Because those were distinctive-looking trees. Yeah. The blue ones with the pink bushes and stuff. Yeah, like, it, it could be like a, you know... It, they can say it comes with the Whispering Woods playset, and all it is is a tree. <laughs> It's like the Castle Grayskull diorama. It's a rock. (laughs) (laughs) I think the diorama is a little bit more than uh, a rock. (laughs) But uh, I could see maybe, uh, though, some of the smaller uh, characters. Oh, and Imp was the other one I was thinking of. Mm -hmm. A smaller Mm -hmm. type character that they could throw in there. You know what? I think they announced a, a weapon pack is coming, too. Oh yes, that's right. They did. I actually I love the weapons pack, so I will be snagging that. Yep. Yeah, I love those. I loved the weapons rack. That was so much better than I expected. That thing is so cool. Yeah, well worth the price too. Well worth the price, definitely. Uh, something else uh, we need to mention. Um, uh, I was the only one out of this group that went last year, uh, but the dates for PowerCon have been announced and it'll be in Los Angeles again. It'll be September 22nd and 23rd. And for more information, you can go to one word, the power dash con.com. 
Yay! I don't know why you people weren't there, um, but you missed out on a lot of fun. I just can't afford to do Comic-Con and PowerCon that close together. So, And because the bigger stuff happens at Comic-Con, and there's so many other non-Masters things I enjoy at Comic-Con, it just... It's just too difficult. Now, if they do it on the East Coast one of these years, I might be able to pull it off. But well, in we, fact, what, I, what I'll do is, if it's, it's supposed to be in New York eventually, right? Mm-hmm. They've talked about that. So I'll hitch a ride with you on your way. <laughs> you can pick me up. <laughs> this is He's assuming that I'm going to drive and not just fly <laughs> to New York. Yes, I am. Because you'll, you'll drive for my sake. <laughs> But um, uh, we've already uh, already have the discounted hotel rate up, so you can book your room. Remember, they're not going to charge your card until you know twenty four hours before you would actually be there. So you can at least book your room in anticipation. And uh, we'll be announcing you know guests soon. We've already started you know the guest pool contacting. We've got some good people signed up already. Can't reveal them now, um, but so be on the lookout for fun and excitement. Because remember, it's both He Man, Shira, and Thundercats. All combined into one happy convention. I even enjoyed the Thundercat stuff. So if I enjoyed the Thundercat stuff, it must have been good. This is the truth. Yeah, I've never been a Thundercats fan. This so is the truth. I have no interest at all. I got chills when the Thundercats guy did his whole, like, you know, Thunder, Thunder, Thundercats thing. So there you go. That would not be me. I would just be like, I didn't expect to get chills. It just happened, man. <laughs> I just can't can't do Thundercats. Did you watch? You should watch the new cartoon though. I actually like the new one on Cartoon Network. And my yeah, I might check that out. They the old one is unwatchable. <laughs> it's so bad. But in any case, PowerCon has been announced, so you all should come and say hello to me. And don't send hate mail to me for hating on the Thundercats. No, me either. <laughs> Although I'm kind of a reformed Thundercats basher, so what can I say? <laughs> Someone uh, got a monkey. <laughs> no, that's my bird, actually. Uh, it must not like Thundercats. Either. It sounds like a little baby monkey <laughs> over the over the connection. It does. If I had a monkey, I'd name it Abu. <laughs> there you go. Whoa! Is that you, Martin? <laughs> that was my Abu. <laughs> that sounds just like Abu. <laughs> uh, little known fact I did the voice of Abu in Disney's Aladdin It wasn't that Frank Welker guy, huh? <laughs> you did that when you were three years old, right? <laughs> Maybe he did Abu in the Aladdin animated series Wow, that sounds just like it <laughs> We're going to hire you for something, Martin I can only explore it monk or something i guess that would look like a monk though now i'm picturing like you know like a one of those chanting monk people <laughs> monk or <laughs> that's quite a good idea <laughs> I, I would have bought them rather have that than stink or so <laughs> you should yeah, submit it is... to the creator character contest i should have monk or <laughs> what is the deal with uh, I, I, it, is it just me or does it, and maybe it is just me and maybe it's different for everybody but it seems like on Maddie, I guess it probably is just me but on Maddie, it seems like with the subscription we get groups of figures that I can't wait for 
And then we get like three months of things that I really don't care that much about. Then we get like three more that are up at the top of my list. It's like this year, Sorceress, Fisto, Cobra Khan, all right at the beginning, Shadow Weaver, all these great ones. And then we get the same month, Slushhead, Stinkor, Horde Prime. And I'm just like, I can't get terribly excited about those guys. Well, that's because you hate the new adventures. So see, like, so yeah, eh, Stinkor, eh, Horde Prime. But that slush head, yay! So, <laughs> and it was the same thing. Like we just came out of that period where it was like uh, flip shot, another new adventures, snout spout, demo man. And while I like them, I like those. There's nothing that I'm overly excited about either. It's a, we we seem to get feast or famine all the time. Well, I guess too. Everyone has a different yeah. thing opinion. Like you know, I like flip shot. I like slush head. So. Yeah, see, I wasn't bothered about um, Fisto, but a lot of people really, really love that character. Yeah, I've never been, like, Team Fisto. <laughs> and I never wanted him to be, even though I hate Tila, I never wanted him to be Tila's father. Don't don't like the idea of the sorceress and Fisto getting it on, huh? No. She has better <laughs> taste than that. <laughs> I just, I always find it ridiculous how they did it in the new cartoon where he's always had that giant hand. <laughs> it was like, he was born with some horrific defect. But Man at Arms was fine. And Fisto's got this massive hand. And it just looks weird. And then when they have the chance to rebuild his hand, Man at Arms, worst <laughs> hero ever, decides that he'll give him an even bigger hand. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. Man at Arms has definitely created some freaks. He's responsible for <laughs> Mechanic's neck and Fisto's hand. And <laughs> See, Man at Arms is insane. He's the biggest threat to Eternia. <laughs> He's Duncan Frankenstein. That should be the at the on the Maddie box where it says Man at Arms. The, what did you say? The biggest threat to Eternia. <laughs> <laughs> The Quite. biggest threat to attorney and self-esteem, I think, is <laughs> what it should be. Maybe Quite. Snake Man at Arms will make something for the Snake Man. There you, yeah, there you go. I just, I can't believe I actually really like that Snake Man at Arms figure. I think I complained about him before, but I kind of, I've, I've grown. I'm I'm excited. I, I like the idea of something different for the, a quarterly variant than I like it when they do those different things. But I liked Battleground Tila, so what do I know? So you're big in with blondes that wear metal bikinis. <laughs> I, I I know. I, again, it was sort of the same idea. It was something different. It was you know based from the that old mini comic or whatever, and it was something different than just. He-Man and Skeletor variation, you know, big character, you know, uh, variants that we've already seen umpteen times. So, mm-hmm. I have to say, Battleground Tila has grown on me since I got the figure. Hmm. Martin also well, likes blondes and metal bikinis. <laughs> <laughs> we agree. Dude, How about the adventures really grown on me since classics? Well, that's good. So, see, a positive spin for New Adventures yep. for you. Yeah, I like that. I, I never liked New Adventures until I first got Optic and then Icarus and 
now slush head looks really great. I like. I, I will say I liked. Uh, Icarus, yeah, I actually like his Icarus name better than Flipshot as well. But uh, I liked him in Optic more more than I expected. They have grown on me. I still I hate the figures from the original figures from the New Adventures line. Yeah, me too. they're just they're just cheap and terrible and awful. But um, I do like them. I don't like them as much as a lot of the other characters. I, I liked Optic a lot better than I liked Icarus, but um, I like him more than I thought I would. But the, a lot of that has to do with them making them fit with masters, whereas I don't at all feel like they did in the early days. They've definitely yeah. chosen the most uh, visually interesting of the New Adventures characters as well. If they'd started with somebody like, um, I don't know, Visor or something like that, I don't think people would have been as keen on the New Adventures as some of them are now. Josh just needs to get over it and watch the cartoon and just love it. <laughs> Tried. I have them on DVD. See, I can't go that far. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> the, the cartoon is so, so bad. I just, I can't. And most of it is an acting issue. And most of that comes from the guy that plays Skeletor in that, who is just so atrociously awful in that in those and some of it's the scripts so i don't entirely blame the actor but he was so miscast and the scripts are so bad i've tried multiple times and i just can't can't do it i can't do it either i have a big gaping hole in my dvd my dvd mural (laughs) i had to own them because my interview that they did for the dvds is mostly on the new adventure sets so uh so i have to own them that way but (laughs) But you know, it's but I, I mean, I'm glad I have them, and I've tried watching them a few times, and I will probably try again someday. But I just, it's, I just can't, can't do it. I love filmation. I love Mike Young. New Adventures is this, this big black hole, and it's a, the, it's the dark mark on Masters history. Hmm. <laughs> Don't send me hate mail. Hmm. Well, uh, you know, this August, right, is the 25th anniversary of the live-action movie. That is correct. So that means we better get a Blu-ray. I'm going to be mad. (laughs) That'd be pretty cool. I can see that. I would would buy one. I don't even have a Blu-ray player. Yeah, the director (laughs) has shot bonus material for a Blu-ray. Like, he he shot it. So, I mean, they have stuff they could put on a Blu-ray. So... Please, thank you. Just putting it out there in the universe. It's the 25th anniversary. They've put other idiotic titles on Blu-ray, so I don't see why they can't put Masters of the Universe um, on Blu-ray. Just put it out there. Yeah, I'm, I, I buy it. Well, I'd buy it. Of course you would. <laughs> Although I'm surprised you did not buy the New Adventures DVDs just to have them. Yeah, I should have. I should have bought them just to have them, but... I never did for some reason. Hmm. Well, there's always eBay. <laughs> yeah. Maybe one day I'll catch up and there won't be a hole in my uh, side of my DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> you got to at least have the whole mural, right? Yeah. I'm still missing season two, volume two. So half of Snake Mountain is missing from my mural. <laughs> Ooh. Burn. I've never been able to find it anywhere for a decent price. That sucks. 
Sorry. Yeah, they go they go for outrageous prices on eBay now. They really do. Yeah, not surprised. Well, have we covered everything? I think. I think we have. Excellent. Well, thanks for listening. Um, happy February. I'm John Callis, also known as Shadow. I'm Martin Penny, also known as Wacky Martin. I'm Josh DeLioncourt, and also known as Lioncourt. And I'm Justin Zamuda, known as Count Marzo. Dun dun dun. We want to thank Count Marzo for uh, guest hosting in uh, Katie Rainbow Bright's uh, uh, spot. So good job. Thank you. Yes. Round of applause. If you can hear that. Hail to the Count. Oh, we're supposed to do Good Journey. Look at that. I was was going to be like, okay, we're done. Uh, So Good, Good journey. journey. I was hoping that Martin would do that in his Abu voice, but he didn't. <laughs> no, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> we need the. Uh, no, let's go. <laughs> we need an I evil thought laugh. that was a recording at first. <laughs> <laughs> we need an evil laugh from uh, from you, Justin. <laughs>